I'm not coming back. You are making a mistake. Maybe. But I have to sort this out on my own. Without the council. And without you. Welcome to the Wampa's Lair Podcast. Deep in the bowels of the frozen ice caverns of Hawk, our hosts, Carl LeClaire, Jason Hunt, and Katie Horn, discuss all things Star Wars. So join the conversation and hang out here in the Wampa's Lair. Everybody and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampus Lair Podcast. This is episode number 331, Clone Wars Trailer. I'm as always one of your hosts, Jason Hunt, and with me, the mall to my Ahsoka, we have Katie Horde. Hello, Jason. Hello. It's just me. There's no Carl to try to steal the best names from me, the best characters. He's like, ooh, I call it every time. No, not not today. <laughs> No, no. Not today. Um, I love yeah. that you're so good today. Are you just feeling it? You just uh, feeling it? Well, keeping with the theme of the episode, you know. Oh, love it. There you go. So, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm a fan of Ahsoka. Um, you Carl, could have been Obi-Wan. Yeah, I, I could have picked Obi-Wan, but he's like, he's, he's in his trailer maybe three seconds. That's true. Yeah, it's more Ahsoka. <laughs> it's definitely, definitely more Ahsoka. Uh Goodness gracious, I'm sorry I'm so wheezy today. I, I've caught another, I don't know, just chest cold or something. I don't know. It's not been my year. Have you have you been around the, the, the kids again? Yeah, it's maybe that's just it. I don't know. I heard that your immune system is supposed to get really good when you work with small children, though, because you just eventually you just become immune to everything. Well, eventually is the key. <laughs> eventually. <laughs> oh, dear. Carl is not with us this episode. He's... Uh, been very very busy at work this week with a yeah. few things. So he stared too long at the horizon, saw those double sun, that double sunset, and then just whoosh. Yeah, he, he he faded from view this week. So uh, <laughs> we'll look forward to having him back next week. But he did send in um, a quick answer to our poll. Uh, so before we get into the topic, Katie, we're going to go ahead and, and uh, address the poll real quick that we had last episode, which is. Who are you most excited for in the rise of Skywalker? Uh, to see in the rise of Skywalker. So, um, I'll go ahead and jump in and get this started. Uh, first of all, do you have any predictions as to who it might be? I bet Ray wins. She's gonna freaking crush it. Is is my guess. I I would be surprised if literally anybody else is voted for. Quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, you'll be pleased to know we did have a wide variety of votes. Oh, wow. Um, so in sixth place with one vote each, we do have uh, Rose. Oh, Rose. Yes, she got on here. Um, somebody wants to uh, see a John Williams cameo. That's what they're really excited for. Okay. I, I don't know if that's a thing. 
I don't yeah, you know. I'm I don't not know. familiar if that's actually going to be a thing or not. Um, somebody voted leave his house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it, right, he doesn't leave his house except <laughs> to go re- record at the studio. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, somebody put in Hux. Yes, for you, Katie. Yes. <laughs> um, we've got Snap Wexley, Chewy and the Porg. Oh, oh, yeah. where are the where are the Porgs, JJ? Where, where, where are the porgs? I, I had this tweet I, where I was like, where are the porgs, JJ? And it's like, I think you know where. And then I looked down at like a pot pie that I was eating. And I'm just like, oh, God, no. <laughs> Not the porgs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chewy probably ate them all by this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, then we also have Leia, Lando, Claude, um, <laughs> and the... And the helmet fixer, um, each had one vote each. So, do you think? Do you think we actually see the helmet fixer? Or do we just ever? We just see the hand. That's I, just. <laughs> I think we'll see him handing the helmet back over to Kylo before he gets you know run through. Oh jeez. You know. Okay. Um, All right. I would just think it would be great if we never saw his or her face. They were only ever just like a hand. Right. <laughs> and people are like trying to cosplay them on just like it's just right. a hand. <laughs> what if it's a bothan? Um, ooh, ooh. Ooh. Many bothans like, died to bring, to bring you this bring helmet. This helmet. <laughs> I love it. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Um in fifth place with two votes, uh we have Anakin Skywalker. Oh, 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 I didn't know we were allowed to vote for, for like our hopes and dreams. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that that was, you know, I know everyone wants to see a force yes. ghost of Anakin, but like, so bad. I, you know, oh we, my we God. did, ha- we get two votes for that. I didn't even think of it. Cause I'm like, who do we know was going to be in here? So oh, man. Oh, I, I, I want that so bad, Jason. Yeah. And I'm not going to shut up about it until December. <laughs> Well, this is definitely the place you can talk about that. Um, in uh, fourth place with three votes, we have Finn. Aww. Finn did get three votes, mm-hmm. which is nice. Uh, in third place with four votes, we got Poe. Yes. So Poe is high up on the list. Um, in second place with nine votes, including yours, Katie, we've got yes. Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo. Yes. So combined those two. Um, why why did you pick uh, I am very excited to see where his story goes I I'm I see because I'm really certain that everything's going to work out for Ray but mm-hmm. Kylo is definitely the dark horse like you know pun not intended right but very much enjoyed um I just, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I want to see what are the choices this guy makes. I don't know. And I'm really excited to learn more about him because there's no way we end this movie without learning like more about his backstory, more about the way he thinks. Like we're going to get more of a complete picture of Kylo in this story. And I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. Very here for it. No, I, I really do. I'm kind of along the same lines with you. We, we've got a pretty good sense of how things will probably end for Ray. Some way, shape, or form, she will be victorious somehow at the end of this. That's Star Wars. That's yeah, it's these Star Wars stories. But there is no clue that we've got as to what's going to happen with with Ben, yeah. with Kylo, because they've made this point 
of trying to redeem him. But they've also said repeatedly, no one's ever really truly gone. So they're leaving that door firmly mm-hmm. open for a redemption story. Yeah. However, Ben doesn't want to go down that path. Yeah, he Kylo no. doesn't mm-hmm. want that. And so it's like, who's going to break first in yeah. this guy's head? You know, I, oh, I'm really curious to see what happens with with Kylo as well. So, but wait, you didn't vote for Kylo. Who did you vote? Didn't. For? Let's find out. Well, <laughs> well, here's the thing: we have a two way tie for first <gasps> place. I did not see that coming. Um, we have 14 votes for first place. First oh. is the one you predicted, Ray. Right. Yeah, yeah, so straight up. That's that's not a surprise. <laughs> Um, oh, I know who it is now. I just figured it out. And my vote went with <laughs> Palpatine. Um. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. Of course it was. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Carl did throw his vote in here. He voted for Ray. Yeah. Um, which, yes, I'm very interested to see what all goes down with Ray. I'm very excited to see how much she's grown how much she takes from those Jedi texts and uses them and how much she says, all right, we're going our own path because I don't think the Jedi are going to come back in the way that they have been yeah. if they come back at all. So, yeah. Um, but I mean, let's the, be honest. The Jedi are over. We're Skywalkers now. <laughs> yes. Right. Skywalker. right. We're Skywalkers. Um, <laughs> but, but let's, let's face it. Um, nothing was more surprising than that evil laughter at the end of the trailer. Oh, gosh. Uh, um, I should have seen this coming. <laughs> the amount of uh, Palpatine gifts that we got on right? this poll. Oh my gosh. Was, brought warm feelings to my heart. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I, I don't know how he's going to come back. And or you know, you know what form this is going to take, how prominent he's going to be. I figure you know he's going to be a very key point. I don't think oh, he's certainly. going to be in a lot of the movie though. Mm, okay, you know. he might just be like a presence that's felt through yeah. the movie. Yeah, I don't know. I, I you never know with this guy. That's the thing, right? That's what makes him so insidious, right? <laughs> I'm wondering if he's going to be um, a literal phantom menace. Oh, uh, uh, see what I did there? I I hate it, but I love it. But I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> what are my emotions doing right now, Jason? <laughs> Jason, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, not really, but yes. Yeah, so there's. There's our poll um, for you. So thank you, everyone, for weighing in on that. We had a yes. lot of fun with that. We're going to have a nice matchup for you at the end of the episode, so stick, stay tuned for that. This matchup was inspired by an interaction we had at Celebration. So, Ooh. Um, I don't know what it is, so I I'm really excited to find out. I think we brought sure. it up, but I don't remember if we brought it up with you there or not. I, I mean, it's entirely possible. I was there for that conversation. I'm just a little. Uh, I'm just a little out of it right now. <laughs> All right, but we are here uh, for some Clone Wars talk. Oh my god, uh, we've got uh, uh, we've got the return of Clone Wars happening sometime in the next year. We don't know exactly. We don't have the exact release date. Just give us a release this. date. I know. Gosh. 
Oh have my God. mercy. Mercy, please. <laughs> mercy. I need to see I this. Feel like, I feel like I feel like I love Star Wars so much and Star Wars is just utterly indifferent to, to my presence. There's just <laughs> Star Wars is like, you know, we, I wake up in the morning and I go to the kitchen to have breakfast and Star Wars is like, oh, you're still here? <laughs> <laughs> we got the opening day um, availability, what's going to be available on the Disney Plus um, and yeah. Clone Wars is not going to be available oh, no. day one. Uh, oh. So we don't know when Clone Wars is going to show up. Um, yeah, that's got me a little bit concerned that we may not see it until next year it, this damages my calm <laughs> i know i know but we oh. did get a new trailer for it uh at celebration uh and we're going to talk about it we played it at the beginning of the episode so um now that we've all got that fresh in our heads uh katie and i are going to walk through this here um I think the first thing I got to mention is that it's a three and a half, you know, a three minute trailer essentially. And we've got, um, you know, 50 seconds. The first 50 seconds is all sort of Ahsoka recap from, you know. Yeah, I think they're, they're making it clear that this is Ahsoka's story. I think the Clone Wars, I mean, obviously it's, it's Anakin's story and it's Obi-Wan's story and it's Maul's story and it's about the clones. But I think Ahsoka almost is like our constant through line in a way. Yeah. You know, and so by kind of recapping her journey through through this, you know, through the seven season arc, it uh, it really does tell a complete story. You know, yeah. and yeah, yeah. No, it, oh. it's good stuff, um, and it's good to kind of have the recap and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it was the first almost minute was just old footage, so we're not going to really do much than other than say, "Yep, we're reiterating everybody. This is." We're closing out Ahsoka's story here for the Clone Wars and kind of going to lead into where she goes mm. heading towards, you know, the Ahsoka novel and Rebels. So did this get you in the feels? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, it did, though, oh, uh, because I, I the Clone Wars is still to me, the best of the animated series that we've gotten mm-hmm. from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. They, you know, I, I enjoyed Rebels. I'm really liking Resistance 2, you know, yeah. for, for what it is. But, like, they're all on, like, a lower tier mm-hmm. than clone, from Clone Wars to me. You know, Clone Wars is, like, it's in this weird place where, you know, you got the movies, you got the TV shows, you got the books and the games and everything sort of tiered out like that. Although, for me, Clone Wars kind of sits in this halfway zone between the films and the TV series, if that makes yeah, sense. It's elevated in a way. It is. It really is. Um, and if anything from any of these other materials was going to end up in the films, it would be Clone Wars. <laughs> you know, stuff. Uh, live action Ahsoka. Like, it coming. We oh, know. Right, right. Uh, you know, that's got to happen at some point, um, mm-hmm. I think. But um, the new footage opens up with. Ahsoka kind of making her way down into the underworld of Coruscant, probably, you know, somewhere around level 1313. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have noticed it's a new, you know, um, new sculpt sort of thing with, you know, longer head. Oh, the animation. Thing. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, new, so a little bit of time has passed. Yeah. New character models. So we're, we're obviously mm-hmm. um, the, 
this looks like it's going to be close to the end of the war. So, um, I mean, if it, if we're doing Siege of Mandalore, Siege of Mandalore is the end of the war. Right, right. So it happens in tandem with Order 66. So it's, yeah, it's yeah. the end of the war. And so, yeah, we're, I like that. It, I, you know me, I love me some good sunset imagery. <laughs> and so I love that this starts with a sunset because it's reminding us that this is, you know, it's drawing to a close. It's it coming to an end. It is. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the shroud of the dark side is fun. gonna fall. Oh, oh yes. no, I'm not okay. Nope. No, uh, man, <laughs> that's um, just me throughout this whole trailer. I'm not okay. <laughs> the when we first got the announcement back at uh, San Diego Comic Con last year, mm-hmm. I think they told us this is gonna take have three arcs in it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have the Utapau arc mm-hmm. from uh, and the uh, the clone bad batch arc that were released in animatic form on starwars.com and then it's going to have the siege of mandalore Uh right exactly sounds of anguish (laughs) exactly now the interesting thing about this trailer is i think we only have clips from the bad batch arc and the mandalore arc i don't think we have any from the utapau arc yeah i agree so um but you know, we we got Ahsoka heading down. Um, got a little glimpse of uh, Mace and Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. I think that's from the Bad Batch arc. If I had to make a guess, because mm-hmm. um, I don't know why they would be, you know, in an area like that for Mandalore. Because yeah. I don't think Obi Wan's going back to Mandalore. No, I don't think. No, gosh. Oh my gosh. What? Oh my gosh! I just had that mental image of Obi Wan just being all like, "Satine died uh, six hours ago, and Maul's just hanging out there." But sure, why not vacation to Mandalore? <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't I don't think Obi Wan's going back. <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. Pass. Hard pass. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we we cut from Ahsoka to Rex. And mm-hmm. he seems to be if we get any other focal point in this trailer, it seems to be Ahsoka and Rex. Well, yeah, well we know Rex goes to Mandalore. Yes. Yes. Um, so, I think he's also going to be a very central character in these in these stories. Yes. And, and and he starts talking about all the brothers he's lost. Uh-huh. I'm and not okay. Oh, I know. <laughs> I said that's just going to be me this entire trailer. I'm not okay. <laughs> yeah, we, and we get clips of fives and Echo and Heavy and all this stuff. Um, and and he's he's sounding a bit disillusioned. Oh, wouldn't you be? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I, and we know where Rex ends up, like, just in the right. desert, in the in Rebels, you know? Right, you know, hunting, uh, he's hunting so... sand jaws. Um Two days away from retirement. (laughs) 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 Oh man. But, um, yeah, the clones have never been like my thing. I've always appreciated them. I've always enjoyed Rex. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so I was a little surprised when, you know, seeing the, the moments of, of death for, fives and echo and heavy that i was you know i was touched the way i was yeah so. well because you know what they meant to rex and you know yeah. how far he comes and and where he's going you know what i mean it it does it makes it more poignant when you see it kind of back to back like that 
Yeah. You know, absolutely. No, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, I am just these exterior shots of Coruscant, you know, these big, big sweeping, I don't know, um, outdoor shots. They feel like something from the movies. I mean, Dave Filoni did say in the Clone Wars panel that, you know, he just, he wanted it to be even bigger and better than what they did before. And I mean, the, the original Clone Wars animated series was already just stunning visually. They were spending how many millions of dollars per episode? I don't know. George Lucas is a madman. He was just like, yeah, no, cartoon. Yeah, just do it. Spend all my money. Why not? (laughs) I can't spend it all in my lifetime here. Just (laughs) make make the cartoon happen. (laughs) (laughs) He spent at least uh, at least twice as much per episode as any normal series would. At the very least, probably more. So. And just and these these shots. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the trailer right now. And these shots of just like those Coruscant skyscrapers. Just like Ugh. it's blowing me away. Just draw on the floor. I know they're so gorgeous. And of course, we get you know battle shots over Mandalore. The skyscrapers here. We we head back down, um, and Ahsoka's meeting up with some people in the underbelly of Coruscant. Yeah, I I'm guessing. She gets mixed in with like you know kids who don't really have homes or whatever right. you know kids are kids who have to scrape just to get by and don't really do legal activities let's say right right <laughs> I'm um, guessing she gets mixed in with all that yeah I, I don't know I don't know who they are but um, yeah and I'm how guessing long they're gonna be there. You know, and then that raises the question, like, you know, if she's not a Jedi anymore, you know, does does she now have, like, permission to just kind of not be the best person? You know, does she have permission to kind of, you know, she doesn't have to follow a code anymore. Yeah. And but then at the same time, like, how does she still do good and, you know, and still good without being a Jedi? Like, who looks like we see her taking on the Pikes? Yes. Uh, um. Oh, yes. And then we also get a shot where she's and her friends are running down the alleyways and they, you know, bump into somebody running away from some pikes and that person turns towards the camera. And if you pause it at the one minute, 36 second mark ish, Mm -hmm. it looks like Bo-Katan is is definitely uh, hiding out in a hood and her helmet. So um, Bo-Katan finds Ahsoka. It looks like she seeks Ahsoka out. To ask mm-hmm. for her help for Mandalore, so that would make, well, well, yeah, maybe ask for her help. I don't know when. How does Anakin roll into that? Because I was yeah. always under that Anakin make doesn't make her do this, but asks her to go to Mandalore. So. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll see how that that goes out because I, it's very vague in the Ahsoka novel. You know, it as to kind of the order of all of that. Yeah. Um. But we did in the San Diego Comic-Con trailer, we did, you know, see um, Anakin and Obi-Wan coming into the control room on the the Star Destroyer. Uh, You know, all right, Rex, what's so important? You know, and Bo-Katan and Ahsoka are there on the hologram. So, um, yeah, maybe it's the opposite way around. Maybe Ahsoka is going to them for help in a way. Yeah. And, uh, And Anakin's all like kicking ball off of Mandalore. I'm here for it. Let's do it. Let's go. Right. Let's go. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. And then we, we cut back to what looks like will be the bad batch arc where we get sort of a brief introduction to some of these, uh, 
special experimental clones. Love um, them. I already I already love all of them. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the uh animatics version mm-hmm. years and once, years and years and years ago. Um at least it felt like that. And they were all kind of cool, but they all kind of got mixed up to me in my brain uh, with, you know, just the bare animatic versions Mm. of them. So I'm really looking forward to seeing them fully fleshed out and really reconnect with their different character traits and everything. 100%. Yeah. uh, And I'm also just looking forward to hearing what Dee Bradley Baker does with all the clones again, because the man is (laughs) an absolute genius being able to make different characters with the same voice. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, he probably thinks of them as individuals. You know what I mean? It's just all like, okay, how does this guy talk? And now how does that guy talk? You know, they're, they're all different. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And then, Katie. Oh, I'm not to, okay. <laughs> we get to Ahsoka and Anakin coming out to the hangar. I'm not okay. <laughs> with Rex and the 501st and their oh. painted Ahsoka color helmets. Oh, I'm not okay. <laughs> It's so good. I love. I love it. I love it as it's a really good counterpoint to uh, to Maul's Death Watch, who they they have also painted their helmets uh, right. to to look like Maul, and you know, and so these clones are going to go up against the Death Watch, and they just have like embodied, you know, it they they've embodied Maul and Ahsoka, and so it kind of shows you how. Uh, the the big fight that's happening on a larger scale, you know, the armies clashing, is then like it it mirrors the fight that's going to happen between Maul and Ahsoka, which is just ah, I'm very excited for it. Right, right. I, I know. Oh, uh, that's a good call out too with the the mm-hmm. different helmets being painted. That's mm-hmm. it'll be very interesting to see them clash like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, it's like, um, you, so you know how, like, when Yoda is fighting Sidious and Sidious is, like, literally, like, dismantling the Senate and throwing it at Yoda, yeah. you're like, I understand the symbolism here. Like, right. there's something happening on a much bigger scale than just these two people fighting. I, that's that's the kind of symbolism I'm here for with, <laughs> like, the clones painting their faces like Ahsoka, you know, and fighting for the freedom of Mandalore, while the Death Watch has painted their faces like Maul, and, you know? And yeah. so there's something much bigger happening than just these two people. Right. It yeah. is. And it, it, these uh, two people are going to have a conflict and a showdown mm-hmm, that's completely mm-hmm. framed by the backdrop of the entire conflict. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I do love the quick shot of of Rex right before he, you know, orders everyone to about face or whatever, or right face. Um, and he just, for the briefest moment looks so happy and proud <laughs> at what they've accomplished with these helmets yep. in what was probably a very short amount of time. So, <laughs> um, I, I love that fact that Ahsoka and Rex are like best friends. In a yeah. Sense. Right. Oh my gosh. Uh, we get more uh, Ahsoka beating up, Pikes, I'm I'm not okay. I have a theory, but I'll hang on to it until the end. Okay, I, have, until I have a theory. A theory. All right. Um, <laughs> there's we get a bunch of other battle shots with Anakin. Mace. Anakin, Anakin's like I'm here too. Right? I'm in the Clone Wars. Don't forget and, about me. Don't forget me. Don't forget me. I, um, yeah. <laughs> and then we get that nice shot of Anakin giving. Ahsoka back her lightsabers, and he says, "Maybe they're even better now." Oh my gosh, his hair! Just <laughs> wait, stop. Let's right. talk about her hair. New character model, folks. Updated his hair character is so model. Good. 
It's so fluffy. And it's so like, it actually moves. There's some like body to it. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, technology it no longer looks like it's no longer like stiff, like varnished wood. You know what I mean? It actually like it actually has some like it's kind of weightless in a way. Right, right. I, it's I can't believe how excited I am. It's yes, so nice though because like literally the first season, everyone's <laughs> hair was carved out of stone. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Count Dooku had the iron uh, beard. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and his like his bangs move separately than than the hair on the nape of his neck. And I'm like, oh my gosh! I'm like, uh, I'm rewinding the same two seconds, the same two frames, just to watch the hair move. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Um, but of course, you know, <laughs> since this is the end of the war, this has to be right before Revenge of the Sith. So oh, Anakin, Anakin had that shaggy mop. That was his. That was peak Anakin hair, if you ask me. That was he was just, <laughs> uh, he, <laughs> he's just he's just like I have no, I have twins on the way. I have no time for a haircut. Like, none. <laughs> whatsoever he's just peak stressed out (laughs) it's like it's like what happens with uh people when they get out of you know the military or something (laughs) and they either keep the same haircut um for the rest of their lives or they're like i don't have to shave my head anymore let's see how long i can get away with growing my hair out um so (laughs) that's anakin's way of sticking it to the jedi he's like i'm not a padawan anymore exactly don't have to cut my hair You can't tell me what to do. Can't tell me what to do. <laughs> if he had remained a Jedi, do you think uh-huh. he would have grown a Qui Gon beard and grown his hair out by the time he was forty? I'm I'm convinced the only reason he doesn't have a beard is because he can't grow one. Just... <laughs> have you seen Baby Face Jake Lloyd? Um, there's no way that kid grows up to be able to grow a, a decent beard. There's uh, yeah, there's no way. It's just uh, you know if if he had if he had just been you know if like the whole Vader thing hadn't happened, he would have just been like his hair would have reached his waist. Honestly, <laughs> it would have been like full Tarzan is what it would have been. There, like. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, enough about Anakin's hair. Um, oh, there could never be enough about Anakin's <laughs> hair. How dare you? How then, dare you? Then we get the iconic shot from the trailer uh, with Ahsoka jumping down on Mandalore um, oh. and the explosions behind her and everything. That's like the thumbnail oh. for this oh. trailer. That's like the poster shot. Yeah. To be- yep. It was. It's a good shot. It's a real good shot. Not going to lie. Um we get a bunch of, you know, more battle sequences, people traveling, uh, Obi-Wan and Mace. You know, stop me if you want to talk about any of that stuff. Um, mm, we're, we're in the end game now. Right. <laughs> so just, there you, go. you know what I'm waiting for. Yeah. Uh, one interesting thing, we're seeing the return of Admiral Trench. Mm. Um, and for those of you who don't remember, he was in a season two episode that technically happens before the Clone Wars movie, uh, where he it's the submarine, you know, style episode where Anakin and Obi-Wan are flying a cloaked ship and Admiral Trench is the separatist fleet commander who's super smart and Anakin has to trick at the last minute. Um he's uh, like almost full cybernetic, you know, spider now. Um 
CIA. There's, there's only one cybernetic spider I care about, and I think you know that. Mm, I think you true. know, Jason. That is true. I think Although, you know. <laughs> I know Trench was a fan favorite. He only appearing in one episode, so people are going to be hmm. happy about that. Um, I've got a lot of friends who are very excited for the return of Trench. Um, more shots of battles and clones. Ahsoka uh, beating up Mandos uh, over you know the skies on Mandalore and that sort of stuff. But we're 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 at the end here, so let's not dilly dally. Um, we get a black screen. I was expecting Kenobi. Why are you here? He's just like, just go away, Ahsoka. Let me take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yep. And then we get our shot of Ahsoka and Maul crossing blades. Yep. They're There's- in the throne room. Pretty sure this is the throne room. I think so. I, yeah, it would be based on that wall. The yeah, yeah. Oh and, my gosh, the, the the trailer title card at the end. But, um, K- Katie, we, we gotta we gotta talk about this confrontation here between Maul and Lady Tano. Yes, um, I'm your initial thoughts. Uh, so my my initial thoughts when I first saw this moment, like in the trailer, I was just you know, screaming and crying and I'm like, Oh, finally, finally, I'm very, uh, the siege of Mandalore is something that we've known about forever. Uh, like we, we've known for a very long time that the clone wars was meant to end with this like showdown between Maul and Ahsoka and just kind of thinking about that fight. Naturally, that's something we're all going to get really excited about because we both know that I mean, we know that they are both very good with a lightsaber. So it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's fun to think what, how would that fight shake out? You know, it's, it's like, we do matchups every week, right? You know, right. Yeah. We do, we do matchups every week. Everybody, you know, loves to think about, Ooh, who would win in a fight between insert two characters. Right. Kind of the more I think about it, I'm like, but what are the emotional stakes here? What, you know, uh, Maul being like, what are you doing here really underscores for me the fact that he has no idea who this person is. And Ahsoka also has like zero emotional investment in fighting Maul. You know, these, this isn't the same as Maul fighting Kenobi where they know each other and there's a history there. It's just literally two people who I've never met just, you know, we're, we're on opposite sides of this war. So we're, we're gonna, we're just going to fight it out. So I, I've been thinking, (laughs) probably too hard about what what am i supposed to be getting out of this besides the sheer thrill of like ooh two characters i like are finally in the same room right. you know and i think i think it has to come down to there there's something more going on here than just them swinging lightsabers at each other especially since during the panel um, Sam Witwer, who does the voice of Maul, was talking about, oh, this is this is my favorite thing we've ever done with the character. I was so shocked when I read the script. And I'm like, what? what's here that could shock Sam Witwer? What's here that would that Sam Witwer would enjoy performing, you know, cause he's been with Maul for a long time, done yeah. the voice of Maul for a while. And what about this, this episode or a series of episodes makes Sam Witwer excited to play the character again. Oh, and, and it has to be more oh, than just swinging lightsabers. Absolutely. I, yeah. I, I'm 100% in agreement here because mm-hmm. we also get the moment where mm-hmm. they see each other again for the first mm-hmm. time in Rebels. Right. And right. 
and she's not, you know, she, she's t- pointedly not engaging mm-hmm. with with him, even though he's taunting her and saying, calling her Lady Tano and all right. this stuff. There's their history. You know, obviously it's probably just this from this one confrontation mm-hmm. um, or this this one series of confrontations, because who knows, you know, if he know has seen her about with depending on what she does with Bo-Katan before sure. the actual conflict with sure. the, the clones and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're familiar with each other. They've had experience and it's more than just, she walks in and they clash blades and they both manage to walk away from the fight somehow. Yeah, um, exactly. It, it's gotta be more than that. Now I think the emotional stakes are much higher from Maul's perspective. Um, because see, that's where I disagree. Okay. Sorry. I don't mean to step on, on what you're saying here because I, I, I'm sorry. I should let you finish your thought because I'm assuming you're sa- you're thinking that the emotional stakes for Maul is that like, Ooh, you're, you're related to Obi-Wan. You're his no. apprentice. No. no. Oh, okay. Because he wants Obi-Wan and he okay. doesn't get Obi-Wan. Oh, so you just think he's going to be keyed up enough that he just wants to just punish Ahsoka for not being Obi Wan? Well, I don't know if he, I don't know if he wants to just punish her, but he's like, why? Who are you? You're not worthy of me. Oh, well, see, that's yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm thinking is that like Ahsoka shows up, like Maul. You know, for him to be kind of fighting at his best, he does need that emotional investment. Otherwise, he's just going through the motions, and that's not who cares. You know. I think, I think, um, you know, that if he was like, Ooh, maybe if I kill you, it'll make Obi-Wan Kenobi sad for a minute. You, there's something there. You could play that angle, but honestly, I think that's pretty limp uh, considering that all just killed Satine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, that's the thing because I I don't think he knows or cares if she's, mm -hmm related connected to obi-wan in any way he wants kenobi back Mm -hmm. so that he can continue to make kenobi suffer (laughs) baby come back right exactly (laughs) exactly and so he's like finally the republic is getting involved kenobi wants to talk to somebody Mm. and now they're going to come back and and try and take me down i can have one more go at obi-wan maybe he gets ahsoka instead and he's like (laughs) This is not what I wanted, you know. He's just that, like, upset. Yeah, that he's upset and yeah. pissed. You know, he's been yeah. denied his revenge again, <laughs> you know. Um, and so, you know, I, I think I think he's just going to be angry at Ahsoka for not being Obi-Wan. But again, <laughs> like, what about that is shocking? What about that would surprise Sam Witwer... And what no, about that I, would make Sam Witwer be all like, ooh, this is my favorite thing I've done with the character. And here's here's where I start getting like, my, here's my theory brain. Oh, and okay. here's where I, it gets like a little tinfoil hatty and you might be <laughs> all like, Katie, that's a little too much. Okay, so I'm going to start with like sounds reasonable and go all the way into crazy town. Okay, so sounds okay. reasonable is I'm going to start with, I think this fight it does begin with like they're crossing blades because Ahsoka is, she has a job to do. She has to uproot yep. Maul, get him off of Mandalore. Right. So she tries to whoop his butt and 
But then I think in the middle of this fight, Order 66 happens. Yeah, and that is, oh, that's that, a good point. Those are our emotional stakes. And yeah. that's a huge emotional wallop for both Ahsoka and for Maul. Because for Ahsoka, cool. you know, obviously the Jedi, she's not a Jedi anymore, but she still cares about people who are Jedi. Yes. And so, like, that's absolutely going to devastate her. Um, Maul, on the other hand, that that should theoretically like be his breaking point because one Order sixty six was supposed to be his. You know, he was supposed to be at Sidious's side, and two, it means that Kenobi is likely dead now, and so yeah, he's he's now denied his revenge for well and for true forever. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, it's it's a really big emotional wallet for both of them, and I think both of them are going to be able to feel it like through the Force. You know, like when Alderaan blows up and yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi can feel it. You know, or like, like Yoda uh, yeah. did, or like Yoda did. Yeah, all of the all of these Jedi are you know, all these Force sensitive people are being slaughtered across the galaxy. I think two people as Force sensitive and powerful as Maul and Ahsoka would definitely be able to sense that like massive loss of life. Are we going to get a quick montage of Jedi dying? Oh gosh, yeah, and it'll be devastating. And oh. so, so yeah, I really, I think that will be our emotional stakes. We'll get to see how Maul and Ahsoka react to it, and I'm, I'm very much here for that. I'm, I really, I really hope that Maul is given his due at, when it comes to sixty six to Order sixty six, uh, regardless if if it happens during the Ahsoka and Maul fight. Like maybe it happens and Ahsoka's way off somewhere else. Like I, I hope that the camera doesn't just focus on how Ahsoka is dealing with Order sixty six. I hope. We also get to see how Maul processes that moment, you know. Well, and based on the comments that <laughs> Sam Witwer is making, I think that's probably where we're going to get something because yeah. you know, it, it, Sam wouldn't be super excited if it was just a confrontation between Ahsoka and Maul. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, so I, I'm, I'm I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Okay. So you're with me so far. With I told so you far. we're we're starting and we're gonna build towards Crazy Town. All, all right? right. All right. Okay. Great. Let's get to so Crazy we have, Town. I bet Order sixty six happens, and I bet it's huge, just emotionally for Maul and Ahsoka. Those are emotional stakes. Now, now that we have emotional stakes, we need to establish a new physical threat. And I think that physical threat, that external threat, is the clones, you know, of course, turning, yep. uh, you know, execute Order 66. Ahsoka's not a Jedi anymore, but maybe Order 66 just kind of triggers to them as kill anybody with a blue lightsaber. Yeah. You know, maybe they're even trying to kill Maul, too, because, like, maybe he pings in their in their brain as, you know, person with lightsaber, kill that person, you know? I haven't seen Twilight of the Apprentice in a while. I cannot mm-hmm. remember if he says to her, anything to her about, you know, working together again or not. Yeah, but they, no, he doesn't. Okay. But, but in Twilight of the Apprentice, they aren't mean, you know, it's not an adversarial thing towards each other until, until um, Maul attacks Kanan. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, so, so I don't, yeah. I'm wondering if mm-hmm. in the middle of their duel, yeah, they or sixty six happens, and the two of them have to work together to get out of the out of the city. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking it's definitely like an alliance of convenience. Yeah. You know, this definitely smells to me of an, an alliance of convenience sort of material. Yeah. Uh, so I'm thinking, yeah, Mal and Ahsoka team up. And I'm wondering, gosh, I would love for there to be some sort of like emotional, uh, you know, this brief and unexpected emotional um, empathy between them. Yeah. Because Ahsoka has been, she walked away from the Jedi and Maul has been cast out by the Sith. Mm-hmm. So they're walking a very similar path right now yeah. where they don't know who they are. And, and it's such a raw moment for both of them, you know, coming off the heels of order 66. I, I do wonder if they'll, you know, look at each other and be all like, Oh no, you're me. Oh right. no. Well, like, yeah, in, in, yeah. <laughs> in a sense, they are playing what they used yeah. to be here. She's oh my playing gosh. a Jedi. He's yeah. playing a Sith, mm-hmm. but they are neither of those at this point. You know, she's not actually a Jedi. He's not a Sith anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't have the Darth anymore. She is given lightsabers because she has to have this this conflict again. Mm -hmm. But she's not a Jedi anymore. You know, so yeah. Does Maul? Does Ahsoka look at Maul and think, "Oh no, he's what I'm becoming"? And does Maul look at Ahsoka and think, "Oh, she's what I could be"? Right. Like, oh, no, I'm super intrigued. I don't know if that's, like, something they'll actually do. Uh, but, I, but It it's, wouldn't yeah. surprise me. Now, would, my, really biggest, cool. my biggest question about this Mandalore arc. Okay. How the hell are they going to fit all this in four episodes? Oh, they can do it. They've done, they've done more with less. I mean, probably, <clears throat> but... Like Twilight and the Apprentice. It was only two episodes, and they true. did so much. True. Um, but I'm wondering if they have like a five or six episodes with this thing. Um, it, it wouldn't surprise me, but they could do it in four. You know, they you're right. They have done more with less. So yeah. I'll, I'll grant you that. But like, you know, working from seeing Ahsoka in mm-hmm. Battles of Coruscant, getting recruited by what we can assume is how this might go is when she gets recruited by Bo-Katan. She goes to Mandalore, sees what's going on, asks Obi-Wan and Anakin for help. They give her the five Oh first in order to help her fight this conflict. She goes in, we get the battle of Mandalore, we get the confrontation, then we get order 66 and the aftermath of all of that. Um, Jason, huh. Jason, I haven't gotten to crazy town yet. Oh no. That wasn't Crazy Town. You ready to get to Crazy Town? Ready to get to Crazy Town. Okay, you have to stay with me. Okay. All right, I'll try. So we have Maul and Ahsoka possibly teaming up. Seems likely, you know? Yes. So we have Maul and Ahsoka teaming up. You know, they have to, you know, they have to get off of Mandalore somehow. Um, uh, so backing up a little bit, in the panel, uh, the, the Clone Wars panel, uh, again, Sam Witwer talked about this is my favorite thing we've done with the character. What's so fascinating about Maul is that he is this uh, the Sisyphean character. You know, he's like Sisyphus, the um, uh, the the Greek the Greek tragedy. Do you know the one? I'll describe it anyway. Uh, <laughs> yes, the name is familiar, and I'm trying to remember which name goes to which story. But I'm going to tell you anyway. I'm going to tell you anyway. So uh, Sisyphus is the one who was cursed, doomed to roll a boulder up a hill. That one, yes. Okay. And every time, so he has to, he just has to get this boulder to the top and it's so hard and it's such a struggle. You know, it takes everything he has to get this boulder to the top of the hill. And as soon as he reaches the peak, the boulder slips and rolls down the hill and he has to go back to the bottom and, and roll it up again. To, yeah. And that's Maul. Yeah. You know, we 
see him, you know, he he builds up to defeating Sidious and then Sidious lays everything to waste. Yeah. You know, this happens to Maul again and again and again. And it's and it's happening here again on Mandalore. Yes. You know, and so Sam Witwer was saying that's been Maul's arc. He's just been stuck in this cycle. And in the siege of Mandalore, in this moment, he thinks to himself, wait, I should try something different and almost gets out of that cycle. And so what I'm thinking, so we have Ahsoka, we saw Ahsoka with pikes. Does Maul, told you we get into crazy town, does Maul team up with Ahsoka to form Crimson Dawn? Is that something new? Like, is the something new all like, I'm going to stick with this Jedi for a little while and see where this goes? Like, do they do they go into the underworld together? And start Crimson Dawn. I mean, I think Ahsoka walks away from it. I can see on your face that you're I, like, you're not here. I told you, it's crazy town. Well, I, I, I do think he gets out of Mandalore and has mm-hmm. to find a way to rise back up again. And that's when he forms Crimson Dawn. Because he has a fragile alliance with the Pikes, as Dryden Voss says in Solo. Um, yeah, but that was, that was, uh, that, okay, so Solo is a good 10 years. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's. So and I, well, he doesn't have that alliance with the Pikes at the end of the Siege of Mandalore. You know no, what I mean? No, no. So like, I, I think I think post Mandalore, he has to figure out what he's doing next, and he begins to form uh, Crimson Dawn. I don't think Ahsoka is any way involved in that. Oh, I don't know. Because what if what if Ahsoka? Here, here's what if why. They decide, what if they decide to walk a path together? You know, they they've just escaped Mandalore. I don't. And think they're they all can. like. You don't think so? No, because it it is like oil and water in a sense because they are on such similar paths. It will clash mm-hmm. and it will explode. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to walk that path together. I don't think they want to see each other reflected in the other. Um, because, no. uh, uh, I, I, because Ahsoka has to figure out who she is now outside of this. She has That is her goal now. She has to figure out who she is. Mm-hmm. Maul doesn't necessarily want to find out who he is. He wants to find out how do I get back on top. Uh, sure. So motivation is different. And then we also have to take into account the Ahsoka novel, mm-hmm. which we have some flashbacks of. She gets out of town. She gets out of the city of Mandalore and fakes her own death with the help of Rex. I think there's some wiggle room in there, there though. There probably is, and I there also don't is. think Dave Filoni is beholden to the novels. No, I don't no. think he is. But okay. from what I understand, is mm-hmm. all of that was given to E.K. <clears throat> Johnston by Dave Filoni. Mm. So, okay. Uh, you know, I and of course, in that she and Rex escape mm-hmm. on the back of a giant wolf. Um, so <laughs> let's be honest that sounds very felonian um (laughs) so i think they team up to get out of the city Mm -hmm. and then once they're out of town and out of immediate danger they split up she runs into rex and then the two of them fake her and his death and they get out of dodge um Uh, i would i I do not see maul in any state to want to immediately team back up with somebody he's got too much pain and rage that he needs to just kind of rage on his own for a minute while he tries to figure out how can I get back on top? I don't know. He always, 
wants that other person though as you know what i mean maul always yes he does want someone to hang out with i don't think ahsoka (laughs) takes him up on it i can't see ahsoka taking him up on that or not oh maybe that could be freaking heartbreaking if he's all like hey want to i don't know want to be best friends (laughs) and she's like no he's like fine i don't want to be your friend anyway (laughs) he just walks away i mean he could he could make that offer yeah he could make that offer to her you know the the jedi are dead you've been left all alone i have no one we should form an alliance and work together and ahsoka's like no not with you I wonder and, though. Oh man! It, because Ahsoka, see, Ahsoka is a much more self-centered and mature character by the time we see her in Rebels. Granted, almost twenty, you know, fifteen, twenty years has passed yeah. between oh, yeah. uh, between these events and then. But she's already, I think, in a sense, in some ways, more mature than Maul at this point in time. Oh well, everybody is. There's so, younglings who are more mature than Maul. So. Um, <laughs> So I, you know, I can see Maul extending yeah. that offer. I can't see Ahsoka accepting it. I wonder, I don't know. There is that line where Maul is all like, oh, we have two Jedi and a part-timer. He, like, he very pointedly calls Ahsoka a part-timer. Oh, and right, so I know. Yeah, so I'm like, maybe, you know, maybe he's, he's all like, you know, you want to you wanna team up. And she's all like, part-time. I mean, because it feels like. They have maybe more of an on again, off again thing. <laughs> no, no. I, when he says part timer, part time Jedi. Not yeah. you know. I, okay. She um, was a Jedi. Now she's not. But yeah. she pretends to be sometimes, even though she really isn't. You know, she she gets <laughs> you know a little Jedi business from time to time, even though she's not a Jedi. So he's, she's a part time Jedi. Well, you maybe know. I uh, maybe I just want to make a bigger deal about things than than they really are because uh, you know Sam Witwer was uh, he was talking about. Uh, when uh, when he and <clears throat> and Ash sorry <clears throat> when he and Ashley uh, recorded for Rebels uh, you know they recorded Twilight of the Apprentice and you know there's all this dialogue between Maul and Ahsoka he's calling her Lady Tano and so they go to to Dave Filoni and uh, and they say um, uh, what what what's up with that <laughs> what what's, what's the <laughs> yeah what's the history here and then I think it was Dave's wife who was in the room I, I don't quite remember the story Sam what was telling but I think it was uh, Dave Filoni's wife who was in the room sits up and she goes oh Dave can I tell them. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, and so I'm like, I wonder, it really, I don't know, is it really that shocking to believe that Maul and Ahsoka would team up for, for a hot minute just to escape Mandalore? I think it's way more shocking to believe that they were actually allies for, I don't know, six months even. I think that's way more shocking, but I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe some people are more I don't know, faint of heart than I am. And they're like, Maul and Ahsoka teamed up to get out of a tough situation. Gasp. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I think, I think there is some very, there's the potential for some very interesting emotional conflict Mm -hmm. to arise from all of this. And I think that might be what's shocking because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's Maul. It's Ahsoka. Any any emotion. Ball that isn't rage, I think, is shocking to most people. <laughs> right. So you know, I, I, that's interesting. Um, I would give it. There's a very, 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 <laughs> very slim possibility that they'll leave Mandalore together 
in some sort of alliance. I told you he was going to crazy town. I told you. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know, I, I know. I, I agree. It's say, very slim. I yeah. would never say absolutely 100% no. Uh, Fair. Because yeah. Dave no. Filoni loves Maul and loves Ahsoka. <laughs> and if he can throw them together at some point again in the future, he might do that. Oh, yeah, um, I know. No, I totally agree that it's no, slim, but um, I can't. I'm yeah. like, oh, it would be so good. The other thing to think of here is that <laughs> whatever happens at the Siege of Mandalore isn't the end of their story. True. The, yeah. We've got 15 years or so, whatever it is, between mm-hmm. Mandalore and Twilight of the Apprentice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. if Ahsoka is doing things that gets her on the, you know, it, it, it you know, raises her level of, of attention for Bail Organa to become Fulcrum. Right. And Maul is rising in the ranks in the underworld gangs and mm-hmm. with Crimson Dawn. Who's to say they don't meet up again in other circumstances? Yeah. Between, I feel strongly. Yeah, yeah. That they have like an on again, off again relationship. And it's an on again, <laughs> off again because they keep getting thrown together. Not exactly. because they're teaming up. It's like, oh, you again. You really? again? Really? You are, again. are we are we enemies this time? Or are we friends? We're friends this time? Okay. All right. <laughs> it's, it's like Hondo and Obi-Wan. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm going to kill all the younglings. Um, I'm just actually, you know, let's team up against Maul. You know that kind exactly. Of thing. Oh my gosh! I just catch me over here laughing though at anybody who believes Maul when he tells Ezra, "Oh, I've been here for years and years." I'm like, okay. No, you haven't, honey. Like not 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 that many years. Buddy. He was one hundred percent lying to Ezra, and also I think he was there maybe an hour. Like, <laughs> it's been years and years. No, 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 Maul. Maul. Stop lying to the baby, I mean, to tiny baby Ezra. I could see him being there months, but not sure um, a month. I'll give you a month. <laughs> Even then, I. I don't think he's been there very long. So, <laughs> I'm totally with you on the idea <clears throat> that Order 66 happens in the middle of their confrontation. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty far along with you when it comes to them having to work together to get out of either the city or off Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to put the brakes on when they <laughs> team up afterwards. So, I told you we were going to start reasonable and go all the way to crazy yeah, town. It's a, I mean, it's a road trip. We I had mean, to stop for snacks. It I was- love, I love talking about the theories about, you know, getting all the way out to crazy town with that. It's yeah. a fun theory and it's fun <laughs> to play around with. And how would that work? Um, but I, I don't, I don't see Ahsoka saying, yeah, sure. Let's do that. Um, especially, you know, after thinking Anakin and Obi-Wan are dead, after thinking, after losing right. Rex again, you know, for real this time was what, the, yeah. what she thinks, you know. Yeah. I, I don't see her saying, yeah, yeah, let's let's hook up with this mall guy after all that, you know. Um, yeah, there's this, there's a line in the show, um, uh, The Legend of Korra, uh, where um, one of the Another, one of the most spirit oh you've seen it no 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 that's a that's a Dave Filoni project no it no. is a Dave Filoni project it is, yes well okay. Avatar the Last Airbender is and then I Legend and then is, or was the uh, sequel. sequel to that so it's and based I, off I of Filoni I don't material. remember if Filoni himself worked on that one but even if he didn't he did work on the original project so yeah um, one of the most spiritual characters uh, Tenzin uh, says to our main heroine he says. Um, only when we're at our lowest point are we open to the biggest change. And I think 
Order 66 is the lowest point for both Maul and Ahsoka, because for Maul, he has lost everything. The Knight brothers are dead. His mother and brother are dead. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been... He's been banished from the Order of banished. the Sith. Yeah, like, he, he has nothing in this moment, because even he's been denied his revenge, you know? Yeah. He, he has literally and truly nothing, and Ahsoka who, yeah, has been stumbling around trying to figure out who Ahsoka is. You know, maybe she's just starting to figure out, and then Order 66 happens. They're both at this incredibly low point, and so I was like, if either one of them were going to be open to change, to, like, truly radical change, it would be now. Yeah. And so that... I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I think Ahsoka does. I don't (laughs) think Maul does. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Because the, you know, open to radical change... You know, yes, this is that point where they could act on that and and make change. I think mm-hmm. Ahsoka does. I don't think Maul does because what does Maul do again? He forms another crime syndicate. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Maul is stuck in this revolving door of I gotta try it again. I gotta try it again. I gotta try it again. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, but but Sam Whitworth said that this is the moment where he tries something different. We don't know that he like immediately establishes Crimson Dawn after true. this. That's so maybe true. maybe there's like two years where he and Ahsoka go off and have adventures, and then before splitting off again, <laughs> and where Maul's all like, you know what, this isn't working out. Working out. I think we should break up. I'm gonna go start a crime gang. I want to do crime again, Ahsoka. It's time for crime. <laughs> and she's just like, no, pass. You're right. This thing is fizzled out. I'm gone. I mean, I'm going to go check out that fulcrum thing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't put it past Dave to have considered this option. Right. Right. So, you know, I, uh, like I said, I don't think that's, that's real low in my possibility meter. Um, (laughs) but I can't with any certainty say absolutely not because having Dave consider this is very likely. Um, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Do you have anything else you want to say on, on this Clone Wars trailer other than the fact that they need to give us a freaking release date um, so that uh, we can finally stop guessing? Have I mentioned that I'm not okay? Have I mentioned that? <laughs> Has it come up at all? I, um, I think you've mentioned it like maybe once or twice. So... <laughs> Oh my gosh! I just need a release date because I want to see these episodes now. So I, ugh. I, I, I need this resolution, this Clone yep. Wars resolution. Um, I've been waiting. We've been waiting years for this moment, Katie. <laughs> years and years. Years and years. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, do you have anything else? No, I'm I'm done. All right, we we are Clone Wars out here, folks. Um. <laughs> Thank you for for listening to that and uh, all that stuff. Uh, before we leave, though, before we begin to wrap this up, um, we do have a matchup for you. Da, da, da. I'm uh, so excited. What is it? We're, we're going to pit some uh, solo characters against each other. Um, this was brought up when I was in costume at Star Wars Celebration, and I ran across a few Emphis Nests. So uh, we're going to pit Emphis Nest versus Dryden Voss. Ooh. Yeah. That's a conflict Ooh. that could have happened but didn't. And we want to like it. We want to know who you think would win in a matchup between Enfys Nest and Dryden Voss. 
because uh, that's a close one, I think. I think that one could go either way. Um, but I want to know what everybody thinks. Um, if you want to weigh in on the matchup or on any of our Clone Wars talk this episode, feel free to get a hold of us. Uh, we are on Twitter at, at Wampas Lair. You can get a hold of us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Wampas Lair Podcast or email us at wampaslairpodcast at gmail.com. Katie, if people want to talk to you directly about anything mall related or anything else, where can they do that? <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter at Poe Hot Dameron. Yes. <laughs> Katie Katie loves talking mall. So if you yes. have any mall questions, yes. go to Katie first. Yes, please. And then ask Sam Whitwer because he might have something to add. Um, <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes, do it. Oh, my gosh. Come talk to me in Darth Maul's crazy town. Yes, yes. It's a, it's a fun world over there. Um, I like watching what happens over there. Um, Thank you. It amuses Good. me. <laughs> All right. Anything else before we close down this episode? I'm fine. I'm not fine. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully by the time we record next week, Katie will be fine again. Um, (laughs) And we just want to give one more quick shout out to Carl, who was not able to be here. Uh, He he needed to take a night off um, with how busy work has been. So Carl will be back next week. Uh, we are also going to be playing the next episode of the Return of the Jedi radio drama. I believe it's episode three. I don't have that information in front of me. Um, <laughs> but Carl will put it in at the end of the episode when I send him the audio file. Um, thanks, so, Carl. Thanks, Carl. Carl, you're a fool. No. Carl, you're a fool. I just threw that in there so when he listens, he'll hear <laughs> right, it. Right, exactly. And he'll know that he's a fool. <laughs> and loved. Um, yes, I'm very loved. <laughs> All right. And on that note, Carl, you're a fool. Carl, you're a fool. And we're going to close down this episode of the Wampus Lair Podcast. This has been episode number 331, Clone Wars Trailer. For Carl, who's not here, and my intrepid co-host, Katie, who's fighting through, you know, crud. We appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jason, and we'll see you next time here in the Wampus Lair. Star Wars, Return of the Jedi, Episode 3, Prophecies and Destinies. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, there came a time of revolution, when rebels united to challenge a tyrannical empire. Now an ultimate confrontation looms near, as the threads of the Emperor Palpatine's master plan draw the rebel alliance towards a last apocalyptic battle. But above the pit of the monstrous Sarlacc on the desert planet Tatooine, one small group of freedom fighters is facing its own day of reckoning. 
There, Luke Skywalker and a band of allies have risked all to free Han Solo from the clutches of the evil gangster Jabba the Hutt. Han, Lando Calrissian, and Chewbacca are battling guards to liberate a sand skiff. Nearby, on Jabba's great sail barge, all is chaos and carnage. Luke Skywalker is on the attack, lightsaber in hand, to free his other companions and end Jabba's reign of terror. If I understand correctly, your friends, Boba Fett just ricocheted off the hull plates and went plummeting down into the Sarlacc. Everybody's busy watching. Pass me that statuette. Certainly, your highness, but I don't understand why you want it. You will in a second. Stand back. But Princess Leia, that instrument panel controls all the power circuits on the barge. Not for long. Oh, salacious crunch. Get away, you heinous little imp. What a torment he has made of my life. Servio, go find R2. I need him to get this chain off me. But what, what about Jabba? I'll deal with him. Now, stand. That's mine. Oh, oh, your highness, you'll blow the barge apart with us aboard. Go get R2, fast. The end is upon us. That's right, Jabba. You forgot one thing. When you put a slave on a leash, the other end is attached to you. <laughs> now you know how it feels to have cold iron around your throat, Jabba. Oh, call for help all you want. Your fine pack of cutlers are too busy saving their own necks. Get away from me. is coming, your highness. We must... Oh, salacious. I'll save you, Princess Leia. Leave her alone, misbegotten gnome. Here's your final payment, Jabba. You're out of business. Got to hurry, cut the princess's chain. With your laser torch. That's what I do. Abomination. Have to box around the ears. We'll change your weight. There. Good. Got it. Come on. We gotta get a butt dick. Rubio, come on. Not my eye. Artu. Get this angry little fiend off me. Help him, Artu. I'll make you on deck. Beast. Well struck, Artu. Oh, my poor eye. Artu, what's to become of us? Exit strategy? What exit strategy? Why has no one told me anything about a rescue plan? Into me. It'll be all right, 3PO. Now hurry! But R2, where are we going? I couldn't possibly jump to the ground from here. Relax, 3PO. It's all part of the exit strategy. Lando will get us with a hoist. But R2, I don't want to be hoisted to the ground. Death Gun's ready, Luke. Just let me grab this rope. We'll swing across to the skiff. Okay. 
grab me and hang on tight. When I kick the trigger, we go. Once that cannon fires, this barge is a goner. Feels kind of familiar, doesn't it? Practice makes perfect. Ready? Hold tight! X-Wing, this is the Millennium Falcon. Luke, where are you? Can R2 get a Navi computer reading? No need, we're right behind you. Stick close, Luke. We're not out of the woods yet. Yeah, well, we never will be flying at this altitude. We'll have to knock some Tuscan Raider off his bantha. We can't go for altitude yet. Check your long-range sensors and you'll see why. Oh. Imperial Battle Group. Mm -hmm. Star Destroyers, the worst. Just waiting to jump any rebel assault force that tried to rescue you from Jabba's. Which is why we had to go with Luke's plan. Sir, First Mate Chewbacca's wounds are stabilized, and he is resting comfortably. He's a tough old cuss. He'll be up and around in no time. Luke, that blockade's holding the high ground. We'll have a better chance of tunneling our way off of Tatooine. Take a look back at Jabba's, Han. What? What is it? It, it looks like a flotilla lifting off. Smuggler ships, Corsair gunboats, slave transports, everything that can get into the air. You know why? Tell me. You can thank R2-D2. R2? R2 penetrated Jabba's data system. His toadies think the Imperials are coming for them with death warrants. So they're going to try and blast their way off world. And in the meantime, we slip out the back door. <laughs> a little Corellian overdrive, huh? <laughs> get ready, folks. Looks like the fireworks are starting up there. What a free-for-all. You ready to run for it, Han? Full bore, Luke. Pour it on and don't stop for anything. That's it. We're out of Tatooine's atmosphere. Talk to me, 3PO. What do the look-down sensors see? Imagery shows intense fighting at various altitudes, but we are clear of all pursuit. Gotta hand it to you, Luke. Right past an Imperial blockade without firing a shot. The Force was with us, Han. I'll see you all back at the fleet rendezvous. Clear skies, Luke. And don't be late. The Alliance will be assembling by now. I won't. Arto, do try to restrain that impetuous nature of yours. Hey, Luke. Yeah, Han? Thanks for coming after me. Now I owe you one. R2, prepare to lay a course in the Nava computer. What, my hand? No, it's fine. A blaster shot just grazed it. No, no, it doesn't hurt. I don't let it. Okay, course plotted. Get ready to jump into hyperspace. That's right. We're going to the Dagobah system. I have a promise to keep. To an old friend. Rebio, what's holding up that hyperdrive diagnostic? I'm very sorry, sir. My damaged photoreceptor appears to be giving me a bit of double vision. Rebio, are you all right? Well... I'm sorry we couldn't let you in on Luke's rescue plan, Rebio. Oh, I quite understand the logic of it, Your Highness. My memory banks are more open to scrutiny than Artus. When 99 scanned you and found no sign of subterfuge, it put Jabba off his guard. Corellian overdrive, Rebio. 
I'm not sure I fully comprehend that turn of phrase, sir. Karelian Overdrive is doing whatever you need to do to get where you need to go, 3PO, including finagling the rules. Lying. Rejiggering the operational parameters. Stacking the deck. Hey, Karelian Overdrive doesn't mean cheating in an honest game. I seem to recall some angry card players who saw it differently, Han. Put that way, perhaps Karelian Overdrive was called for. And 3PO, thank you for defending me from Salacious Crumb. It was very brave of you. Mm. Come on back to the tech station, 3PO. We'll see if we can't get your eye back in focus. That would be much appreciated, sir. Thank you. And thank you, Your Highness. Sure, 3PO. You're welcome, hon. Huh? Just making it easy for you. You are sitting there trying to figure out a way to thank me, aren't you? Oh, I was getting to it. I was getting to it. And? Not a bad rescue for a princess. Compared to yours, you mean? How well-planned the Death Star foray was, for instance. Well, you're not in that detention cell anymore, are you? You're not in that carbonite slab anymore, are you? All right, all right. And while you're replying in kind, what about the last thing I said to you in Cloud City? Just before Vader froze you? Well, a lot of that's... Blurry, Leia. Never mind. It'll come back to you. Uh, it looks like we're about ready for the jump to hyperspace. Well, I'm sure you can handle that. So if you'll excuse me, Captain, I'm going to go find some clothes that don't require a cabaret permit. Huh? Hey, uh, Leia? Huh? Are you uh, going to throw those ones away? We'll see. Sorry, Lando. A distinct pleasure, Princess. Uh-huh. Where are you going? Uh, I'm going to throw on something a little more durable. Oh, a crime against art, Your Highness. I thought you were repairing 3PO. Yeah, me too. Chewie's handling it. So what do you think of your baby, Han? Supple and bewitching, isn't she? Hey! Don't push your luck, Lando. What's got up your afterburner? I'm talking about the Falcon. Oh. That. Put a lot of sweat and money into her while you were in cold storage. Well, the way I heard it, you almost wrecked her on course can. Oh, relax, pal. Give me a break, Lando. Letting 3PO fly the Falcon? We made it, didn't we? Okay. All right, let's just drop it. Navi computers got the course laid in for this jump to nowhere. Not nowhere, Han. Every ship the Alliance can scrape together is going to be there. For what? This little scrap coming up is going to be for the whole pot. Winner take all, Han. The Empire is working on a second Death Star. What? If they complete it, that'll be the end for the Rebellion. And I was hoping for a little R&R. Afraid not. History won't wait. Well, if there's no way around it, no way back. We may as well get moving. Hang on! Vader's shuttle has entered the hangar bay field. Colonel, what is the meaning of this? Battle station commander on deck. Why wasn't I informed that Lord Vader was coming? I received no advance word, Moffat Jared. Lord Vader's shuttle simply arrived and... Never mind that now. Have your men stand ready. 
Greetings, Lord Vader. This is uh, an unexpected pleasure. You may dispense with the pleasantries, Moff Jeterard. I'm here to put completion of the Death Star back on schedule. My lord, my men are working as fast as they can. And still this battle station hangs here in the sky over Endor like a gutted moon. Perhaps I can find new ways to motivate your people. I tell you, the Death Star will be operational as planned. The Emperor does not share your optimistic appraisal of the situation. But he asks the impossible. I need more men. Perhaps you can tell him that yourself when he arrives. The, the Emperor's coming here? Indeed. And he is most displeased with your apparent lack of progress. We shall redouble our efforts, my lord. I hope so, for your sake, Moff Jeterod. Our Emperor is not as forgiving as I am. you make Luke Skywalker look I so old to your young eyes <laughs> no master Yoda of course not I do yes. sick have I become old and weak when 900 years old you reach look as good you will not hmm? <laughs> master forgive me but you mustn't talk like that soon I will rest Yes. Forever sleep. Earned it, I have. But for now. <laughs> Lie down, I must. For weary am I. Master Yoda, you can't die. Speak not so. Strong am I with the force. But not so strong as to defy death. Nor would I choose to be. Twilight is upon me, and soon night must fall. That is the way of all things. The way of the Force. But I need your help. I've come back to complete my training. This time I won't stop until you're satisfied. Until you've taught me everything I need to know about the Force and about being a Jedi Knight. No more training do you require? <laughs> Already know you that which you need. Then I am a Jedi. Oh, not yet. One thing remains. Vader. You must confront Vader. Then, only then, a Jedi will you be. And confront him. You will. Master Yoda. Is Darth Vader my father? Mm. Rest I need. Yes, rest. Yoda, I must know. I look to you for the truth, Master. Your father. He is the Dark Lord of the Sith. I told you this, did he? Yes. 
in Cloud City on Bespin. Unexpected this is. And unfortunate. Unfortunate that I know the truth at last? No, Luke. Unfortunate that you rushed to face him. That incomplete was your training when you confronted his power. That not ready were you for the burden of this truth and the weight of this struggle. I'm sorry I let you down. I did what I thought I had to. I don't see how letting my friends be killed could be right. Whatever the future brings now, remember, a Jedi's strength flows from the Force. But beware. Anger, fear, aggression, the dark side are they. Once you start down the dark path forever, it will dominate your destiny. Luke. Luke. Master Yoda, you're slipping away. I can feel it. I can see it. Do not, do not underestimate the powers of the Emperor or suffer your father's fate, you will. Luke. When gone am I, the last of the Jedi, will you be? You can't go, Luke. The Force runs strong in your family. Pass on what you have learned. Master, you can't cross over yet, please. Hear me, you must. Luke, there is... Another Skywalker. Master, come back. Without your help, I'll fail. things here. They belong here. I can't do it, R2. I can't go on alone. Yoda will always be with you, Luke. Dad? You must bear in mind what Yoda taught you, Luke. Your destiny comes swiftly upon you now. Why didn't you tell me the truth? You told me Vader betrayed and murdered my father. Your father was seduced by the dark side of the Force. He ceased to be Anakin Skywalker and became Darth Vader. When that happened, the good man who was your father was destroyed. So what I told you was true, from a certain point of view. A certain point of view? Your father was betrayed and murdered by the man he himself became. Luke, you're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. You let me think I was training to face my father's killer, not to slay my own flesh and blood. When I first knew him, your father was already a great pilot. But I was amazed how strongly the Force was with him. I took it upon myself to train him as a Jedi. 
I thought that I could instruct him just as well as Yoda might have. I was wrong. There is still good in him, Ben. He's more machine now than man, twisted and evil. I can't do what you expect of me. You must face Darth Vader again. You cannot escape your destiny, Luke. I can't kill my own father. Then the Emperor has already won. You were our new hope, our only hope. But Yoda spoke of another. The other he spoke of is your twin sister. I have no sister. To protect you both from the Emperor, you were hidden from your father when you were born. The Emperor knew, as I did, that if Anakin were to have any offspring, they would be a threat even to Palpatine's vast power. That is the reason why your sister has remained safely anonymous. And yet sometimes I sense that other out there, her blood the same as mine. Someone I've never quite seen through the mist. Leia. Leia's my sister. Your insight serves you well. But bury your feelings deep down, Luke. They do you credit, but they could be made to serve the Emperor. Yoda felt Leia was another hope for defeating the Emperor. So he said. But your sister has had no training as a Jedi. Maybe it doesn't have anything to do with being a Jedi. Maybe Leia has some destiny beyond the Jedi way. You mustn't deceive yourself, Luke, and you mustn't conjure up false hope. Vader's vision isn't clouded by sentiment, nor is the Emperor's. And if yours is when you face them at last, you will be destroyed. Your troops are ready, Moff Jeterod. The Emperor will be debarking from his shuttle as soon as it touches down, without further ceremony. Yes, Lord Greetings, my Emperor. I kneel before you and wait to execute your will. Rise, my faithful friend. You have hastened construction most effectively, and at such a paltry cost in lives. The Death Star will be completed on schedule. You have done well, Lord Vader. And now I sense you wish to continue your search for young Skywalker. Yes, my master. Patience, my friend. In time, he will seek you out. And when he does, you must bring him before me. He has grown strong in the Force. Only together can we turn him to the dark side. As you wish. So shall it be. Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. <laughs> Come, we will repair to my throne room and give thought to other preparations.
your seat of power pleases you, my emperor? It suffices, Buff Jijarit. Now hear your overlord's command. What is thy bidding, my master? Send our sector Starfleet to the far side of Endor. There it will stay until called for. But what of the reports of the rebel fleet massing near Celest? The Alliance's ragtag armada is of no concern. Soon the rebellion will be crushed, and young Skywalker will be one of us. Your work here is finished, my friend. Go to the command ship and await my orders. Yes, my master. And await as well the coming of the Alliance here into our very grip. Await the final crushing of those who oppose us. Await in good discipline the coming of Luke Skywalker and a magnificent new day for the dark side of the Force. Like the energies of some huge weather system converging in an apocalyptic storm, events swirl all players in the galactic drama towards the peaceful green moon of the planet Endor and the vast war machine poised above it. Starships mass for battle, and the mightiest weapon system in the known universe is readied to meet them. Combatants of all species brace themselves as best they can for what is now to come. With a leap across the dark light years, the two sides will grapple at last to a final outcome. And in the heart of a young warrior named Luke Skywalker, who is fated to be either the first of the new Jedi or the last of the old, the two sides of light and darkness will lock in a mortal duel as well, with the fate of a galaxy riding on the outcome. Star Wars Return of the Jedi by Brian Daly. Based on characters and situations created by George Lucas and on the screenplay by Lawrence Kasdan and George Lucas. Featured in the cast were Anthony Daniels as C-3PO, Edward Asner as Jabba the Hutt, Bernard Behrens as Ben Kenobi, Peter Dennis as Moff Jajarid, Joshua Farden as Luke Skywalker, Ian Gomez as Salacious Crumb, Ari Gross as Lando Calrissian, Paul Hecht as the Emperor, Perry King as Han Solo, John Lithgow as Yoda, Brock Peters as Darth Vader, and Anne Sachs as Princess Leia. This is Ken Hiller.
Star Wars Return of the Jedi was directed by John Madden and produced by Tom Vagley. The co-producer was Julie Hartley. Sound design for Lucasfilm by Ben Burt. Music by John Williams. Post-production was realized with assistance from Tom Mudge and John Scherf by Tom Vagley. Star Wars Return of the Jedi was produced by Highbridge Audio in association with Tom Vagley Productions and L.A. Theatre Works and with the cooperation of Lucasfilm Limited.